Welcome to another edition of Logical, the UAE's first legal podcast. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based law firm HPL, Yamalava and Pleska. My name's Tim Elliott, socially distanced at Dubai's JLT in Reef Tower. Jumeirah Lakes Towers District is where we are. We're high up at the firm's offices. And I'm with the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. As always, really good to see you. Great to see you too, Tim. In this edition of Logical, we'll be looking at Article 359 and Article 362 of the UAE Penal Code and Law Number 3 of 2009. And this is specifically the area of the law here in the Emirates that deals with harassment. Uh, Ludmilla, we've been discussing at some length in recent podcasts the, the number of changes, a plethora uh, of changes that we've seen to the Penal Code in recent months. One area that's seen quite some change is that of uh, attitudes, uh, the legal framework that surrounds what is harassment, uh, in particular harassment of women. Now it's Article 359 of the Penal Code that I'd like to go over with you first of all, and this specifically covers the criminal law on harassment against women, and it also introduces much tougher penalties for contravention, doesn't it? Yes, indeed. And so the amendment you referred to is, uh, in fact, federal decree law number 15 of 2020. So quite a recent amendment. Mm. And this is amendment of the UAE penal code that was introduced back in 1987. That was law number three. And so this particular amendment or law number 15 of um, just last year, 2020, introduced a number of groundbreaking uh, changes to the penal code, but in particular uh, with regards to uh, harassment, I guess the, the crime of harassment and the penalties associated with harassment, and in particular regarding women. And in relevant terms, according to the new uh, newly worded or phrased uh, Article 359, uh, harassment against women in particular is now uh, more severely uh, punished uh, by a jail sentence of um, uh, maximum one year uh, and uh, a fine of 100,000 dirhams. Uh, now, this fine of 100,000 dirhams is quite significant because in the past, uh, the um, jail sentence was a lot shorter and the fine was a maximum of 10,000 dirhams. So now the fine has gone up from 10,000 to 100,000 dirhams. So if nothing else, it's uh, the hope is that this will act as a great deterrent for anyone that perhaps in the past ubiquitously uh, conducted themselves in a way that women in particular could consider uh, or deemed as harassment. I'd like to bring in uh, a look at Article 360 uh, as well, because Article 360 imposes um, a maximum of, I think it's six months in prison and a fine up to 100,000 dirhams for anyone who incites lewdness or debauchery. Indeed. Um, so that's another, uh, I guess, variation of, of, of harassment. Another type of mm. harassment is that anyone um, that uh, encourages or incites uh, lewd behavior uh, or debauchery that is now also considered to have committed a crime. And the penalty in that case is uh, up to six months in prison, but also a fine of 100,000 dirhams. Uh, so again, while perhaps a jail sentence is um, not as uh, lengthy as uh, you know, as, as other crimes, but the fine, the monetary fine, is uh, much more significant, which in relevant terms, in practical terms, we're talking about harassment, right? Yeah. Uh, ultimately, what we want to do is is we want to change the attitudes and to deter or discourage people from harassing. And therefore, you know, in most cases, that monetary penalty uh, serves as the, as the best form of deterrent. 
While it's unwelcome and it's generally uncalled for, I've never considered catcalling or wolf whistling and didn't realise it was illegal here in the Emirates. But Article 359 specifically states, doesn't it, that catcalling or street or verbal harassment, however you want to term it, is punishable. And the penalties are both financial and potentially a prison sentence. Indeed. And so harassment, as you rightfully said, is defined as uh, any kind of verbal harassment uh, and as well as street harassment. And street harassment is specifically is mentioned. And street harassment is, uh, as you rightfully said, is called catcalling. In fact, I wasn't even really familiar with this term until recently. <laughs> but And I was absolutely unfamiliar and if not ignorant about perhaps the extent of catcalling that happens in this country. Apparently, I have since learned uh, so apparently catcalling is quite uh, quite a problem in this country amongst uh, a lot of people that they feel uh, that they are constantly victims uh, to unwanted uh, catcalling and are feeling quite annoyed about it. And in the past, they um, obviously could not really do anything about it. But now that they know that harassment is defined uh, as street, street harassment and catcalling is an example of that, uh, there's been quite a quite a bit of enthusiasm, if you will, in the country uh, about uh, this particular news. The changes here bring another law into focus, and I mentioned it uh, at the start of the podcast, law number three of 2009. Uh, and this refers to steps which some people in other jurisdictions uh, and other countries take to protect themselves. For example, pepper sprays, tasers or stun guns. One, it seems isn't illegal. The other very definitely is illegal in the Emirates. You're right. And so the law that has quite uh, unexpectedly, if you will, uh, come into light uh, in light of these new amendments in the penal code and the provisions on harassment in particular uh, is law number three. It's federal law number three of uh, 2009 regarding or regulating weapons, uh, ammunitions and explosives explosives in the country mm. uh, a law that hasn't in the past really been of much perhaps interest or, uh, or application uh, to at least our practice uh, but um, uh, pepper spray uh, or questions regarding pepper spray in particular in the context of harassment um, have uh, brought this particular law into um, a bit of a spotlight uh, so and so this is the law law number three of 2009 is the law that sets out uh, what, in terms of weapons or tools uh, that are perhaps used for defensive purposes mm. uh, that are legal and illegal. Now, with regards to pepper spray, uh, there is no specific provision in the law that makes pepper sprays or sprays in general illegal. In other words, the law does not include any kind of references to spray bottles or anything that sort of sprays in terms of uh, in terms of weapons or ammunition or explosives. Uh, so therefore, pepper spray per se is not illegal. However, if um, the pepper spray or the spray bottle does include substances that might otherwise be illegal in the country, that sort of a spray bottle, then the bottle would therefore be illegal. So there's two parts to this spray. Uh, the pepper spray, as they're often known, uh, I guess, at least historically or, or traditionally uh, included pepper, type of some, some type of pepper spray. 
but most of the spray bottles also include other kinds of substances. So as long as it is a pepper spray or the sort of derivative of that, uh, then there's uh, it's 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 not banned in the country. But if it, we're talking about substances that are more uh, that are on the ban list, then that is it's it's the substance, not the device or the gadget um, that is banned. Right. Now, with regards to the taser guns, on the other hand, that's something else uh, from. Um, uh, from uh, based on the wording of law number three of 2009, uh, taser guns uh, or stun guns, as uh, they're otherwise known or called, uh, are in fact illegal. Um, and this is because the, the law ultimately mentions uh, stun guns as something that uh, that is banned in this country. And by the way, uh, similar, just uh, like with the, the case with drugs, any kind of importation of uh, stun guns uh, is also illegal, and that's either by air, sea, or land, which means if you're coming into the UAE uh, from abroad and perhaps bringing a stun gun with you or a taser gun, something that is may not be illegal in your country, uh, will be uh, considered criminal in the UAE, and you may as well also um, uh, be charged not just with possession of a banned uh, device, but also importation. Uh, so you want to be very careful if you do have one of these little gadgets uh, that uh, to to know that it's, you should not be carrying those into this country in any sort of shape or form. Uh, and the penalties, if you uh, if you do if you are found out to have either brought into the country or possessed one of these um, stun guns, uh, the penalties are imprisonment of up to six months uh, and a fine of ten thousand dirhams. Final thoughts, uh, and it's a question I know we keep asking, but we've seen such a, a load, a raft of changes lately. What are your thoughts when it comes to the changes in the law? How much do these changes, in particular in the area of harassment in the UAE, how much do these changes reflect a, a real societal change in attitude? Well, massively, but as I say that, uh, the, this country, you know, the, what has been in the books in terms of laws and what has been uh, in practice are, are, are two separate things. So uh, in, in practical terms, the society has been quite developed and progressive and has been evolving quite rapidly. Uh, but with regards to the legislative framework, it needed to be updated in order to bring it um, to the same level as where kind of the rest of the society already was. And so that, that is what's happening on the legislative front. Obviously, the authorities in the country is taking, uh, is, is treating this as uh, quite seriously. And they are now taking quite an, you know, extraordinary efforts in amending uh, a very large number of uh, important provisions in the laws to make sure that uh, they are, first of all, updated with our current practices. And more importantly, perhaps uh, the country continues to be more welcoming uh, of uh, you know, of people to to stay in the country for the longer uh, term, and uh, one and two for to perhaps uh, invite and welcome other um, other tourists and other uh, residents uh, into the UAE or new new people into the UAE. So um, uh, it's quite groundbreaking, and um, I think kind of in the interim, uh, it's uh, very refreshing and, uh, and encouraging for a lot of people who live here to at least know that the now there are being leg Formal legislative efforts are being put in place uh, to illegalize or criminalize some of these activities, and to, uh, on the one hand, and two, to uh, to provide f uh, protection for those who might find find themselves on the receiving end, uh, and that is uh, truly important and groundbreaking. Um, 
Although, whatever is in the books uh, is one thing, but you know, will actually people do anything about um, about trying to enforce these laws and rules? It's uh, something else because let's face it: if somebody is harassed on the street, will they really want to file a criminal case? Uh, in some circumstances, yet, yes, but just knowing that the law is what it is now and that those options are available to them, I personally think will have quite a fundamental um, paradigm shift on the society in positive ways. Let's hope so. That's uh, Article 359 and Article 360 uh, as well, the area of the law that covers harassment, in particular harassment of women in the Emirates. That's another episode of Logical. As always, our legal expert was Ludmilla Yamalova, managing partner here at Yamalova and Pleska. Thank you once again for your time and your expertise. Wonderful chatting with you, Tim. If you have a legal question you'd like answered in a future episode of Logical, or if you'd like a consultation with a UAE-experienced, qualified legal professional, it's very simple to get in touch. Just head to lylawyers.com and click contact.